In today's episode, we have a very special topic, which is how to make sure that your woman stays in her place. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with a man who is the life of the Christmas parties he doesn't even go to. All right. <laughs> I'm Ramon. Yeah, you are. Today, we're going to talk about celebrating. Celebrating. That's it. But particularly, we're in Christmas time. So, celebrating Christmas. Our scripture today comes from... Philippians chapter 4. Verse 4 through 5. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Mm. Delicious. Delicious indeed. So let's get this podcast on the road. So we can do a little bit of... I think we, we've been doing that. Freestyling about celebrating. Ah, it is proper. It is the season to be jolly. It's good. It's a good time, man. Like, I, I always like this season. And I've heard people talk about nostalgia, you know, like people focusing too much on the past. And I've been kind of focusing on that because my son, Thomas, he was looking at, uh, at the Christmas ornaments. And when he was in kindergarten, first grade, TK, that's transitional kindergarten between preschool and, uh, in kindergarten, he he made a lot of a uh, lot of ornaments, and so we have them. And it has this picture, and he was looking. He's like, sometimes I wish I was. Sometimes I wish I was not by a busy boulevard when we're smoking cigars and recording outside. But anyway, that's another story. Um, he said, sometimes I wish I was a little again. And I'm like, nah, not really. As a parent, you know, I miss it. I miss like the littleness. I miss what. Roman, what you're going through with, with Camilla right now, like, we're listening to her voice, and, like, it's so cute. It's so freaking cute. And also, like, when they're so little, they're, like, the cutest when they're when they're barely walking, you know? They had got that, like, toddler walk, and and just the way they look, the way they talk, like, everything is, is so precious, you know? And so there's a as, a, as a parent of older kids, now I have a teenager and a preteen and an eight-year-old, you know, like, it's kind of like, dang, like, I miss it when they were little. And so many people do that so much that, that they miss the now, you know? And it's kind of a cliched thing to talk about, but we're talking about it anyway because it doesn't stop being true. You know, and so one of the things that I, that I tell my kids all the time is just, like, enjoy your now. And I'm enjoying my kids right now in the stage that they're at. Um, but you also give yourself permission to reminisce a little bit, you know? So when it, comes to, when it comes to the holidays, like, one of the things that I wanted to make sure to get out there was that, you know, like, don't, don't focus so much on the past, but allow yourself to focus a little bit on the past because the reason why the present is what it is is because of the past. You know, for better or for worse, you know, sometimes tragedy makes us better people. And while we're not glad that we went through the tragedy, we can't imagine being who we are without it. And so likewise, we take, we take a look at the good times and we're like, you know what? 
that's one of the reasons why I love Christmas. That's one of the reasons why I love the holiday season. You know, it's it's that it's it's been good. No, no matter what happens, like no matter how stressful it gets, like it it's good. You know, at the end of the day, it's good. Like all the planning, all the buying presents and all that. And even if you don't buy presents, you know, it's just like the season itself. Like there's something special about it. Yeah, I think it it, it sparks up uh, this uh, this level of generosity in everybody. Um, you know, like people people like to say that 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 Christmas is just about the Lord and the Lord's birthday, and I don't understand why you know people are buying uh, Christmas presents for everybody and it's not their birthday and all salty about mm-hmm. about about it about the whole thing. And I, I can see where they're coming from because. Yeah, that, that's, that's truth, but that's only a partial truth, yeah. you know? Like, I've always believed that, that the presents are, are, are for the children. So, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I just like the presents for, for the children. But as I mentioned earlier, like, dude, like, th- th- this whole spirit of generosity and of giving, and not just the, 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 the tangible presents, like things that you can touch, but like sharing a moment with, with somebody that you care about. Like, it's not that early right now, but... I, as I like to, you know, remind you guys, because, you know, I'm full of myself. I work a lot. I work long hours. And uh, it's, it's just, right? <laughs> and it's, it's just been a lot, a lot going on. And, and, and there's something that happened last night that, that's, you know, I didn't, it, it's going to be fine. Um, but we lost a little bit of sleep because of it. And then I told my brother, hey, I'll be there at a certain time. I woke up late, but I'm, I'm here, you know, and I'm glad I'm here because... Me too. It's his birthday. Happy birthday. Why, thank you, sir. Yeah, we're recording December 24th, uh, Christmas Eve. So big shout out to, to, to the Bay homie, Adrian. And, Molto grazie. Yeah, it's just, we're, we're just having this great time uh, just talking about the Lord, talking about our faith, our, our, our walk of faith. And it's just great because it, it's a conversation starter, this whole gift thing. I told Vivian what I got you guys for, for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, too. But it's, uh, it's something small, but it's something that, that's going to, I guess for lack of a better expression, um, it's going to force you guys to, to go out and do something nice either with just you two uh, or, heck, even, like, take the kids. But it's just nice. That's why I don't subscribe to the whole idea of, like, oh, gifts are, are a no-go for Christmas. But, like, dude... No, it, it's the spirit of giving, the spirit of, like you said, fellowship, you know, of spending yeah. time with the people that you love and you care about. Mm-hmm. That's it right there. And one of the things that I, I you know, I, we didn't have a, we didn't have scripture planned out for the day. But when I was looking up the, uh, the, uh, the scripture, the scripture, <laughs> the scripture, the <laughs> scripture. I'm like, what, what's something about celebrating? And I'm like, rejoice. Well, not me. St. Paul to the Philippians. Because rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Like, whenever someone repeats something in the Bible, like, it's on purpose, dude. Yeah. Like, rejoice. Why? Because we forget, you know. And just like you mentioned that thing about the gift, I was thinking about, like, I was thinking about going camping with, uh, with Tommy or, or or just making time to individually spend time with one of my kids, right? Like I take him out to eat or we'll do something, you know, just just one of them at a time um, to make sure that they know that they individually are important to me. And if we don't 
make time for it, like, or if we don't have something that kind of forces us to do it, we won't do the things that we want to do. And that's, and that kind of sucks because we want to do these things. We work to do these things and we don't because we're too tired, because it takes planning, because of whatever reason, you know? And so when I saw that scripture, I'm like, you know what? That's, that's very appropriate. And then the follow-up, you know, the other verse that just had to be read as well, it's like, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Like when, and going back to the same thing that, we, that we're always talking about, you know, it's like whenever we see the Lord is at hand, it means like, he's here, dude. Like he's been here before us. He will be here after us. He's here right now. Like when we pray the Lord's Prayer, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done like on earth as it is in heaven. Like that part is like, it's now, dude. Like it's not for later. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to make it known? How is it a reality in your life, in my life? And that's that's part of the reason why why that scripture is being said. You know, it's like rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. You know, this whole this whole season can be. You know, people can't say that thing about. You know, it's not about you. It's about Jesus and that kind of stuff. And that is true. But but there's always a but, right? But Saint Paul tells us that we need to make the Lord known. You know, that's, that's how we make him known, through our gentleness. You know, I, I've, been, I've been listening to a lot, of, a lot of stuff, and I know I've been promising the Manosphere episode. It's coming. We actually recorded one in the freezing cold, and I was like, and I'm like, no, the quality's not good. Quality's not good. It's not going to come out till later. Um, but Ramon came over, brought me a cigar, fancy cigar. It's so tasty, guys. You don't even know. And anyway, I was listening to... To clips on YouTube because they have the shorts and they tailor content to what I what I like to listen to. There was this thing about Jordan Peterson, um, and he was talking about about that misunderstood saying that the meek will inherit the earth, and that the misinterpretation is a uh, it's kind of like that common saying you know that don't confuse meekness with weakness. What meekness is is basically those that know how to use a sword but they keep it sheathed. You know, it's like that's that's what it is, you know. And I like I like the way he speaks about about manhood. That that you need to be a monster, you know. You need to be yeah. a savage. You need to be a worthy adversary. You can't be this weak little man who just wants to keep the peace because he can't defend himself. You have to be the kind of dangerous person who is a force to be reckoned with, and be gentle. There's no point of you being a gentle man. If you can't be rough, if you can't be dangerous, if you can't be lethal. And that's one of our roles, to be the protector. And you can't protect if you, if you can't protect, and period, you know? And one of the ways that we make the Lord known is through our gentleness. Not because that's the only thing we can do, but that's because we choose to be that. And that's one of the ways that we celebrate who we are, who God created us to be. And to... To show that that joy and share it with people is just it's just something else, man. Like it's 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 noticed. You know, people look at you and they're like, "This this dude is different." And by the way you live is the way that people are are going to know Jesus, and the way we celebrate actually reflects that. I like that because uh, I listen to Jordan Peterson a lot too, and that that whole becoming a monster thing is a uh, like it, it resonated with me. I think it resonates with with uh, every man that that I know, mm-hmm. because that that that's in us. You know, God gave us all this uh, all this energy, all this fire 
in our belly. Mm -hmm. And it seems like modern times, you know, modern society wants to tame that and keep it under control for us and keep it away from us, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, I, was, I was talking to uh, a gang dropout uh, the other day. And Ramon, what is a gang dropout? A gang dropout is an active gang member that said, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. But you can't just be like, oh, hey, I quit, guys. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pretty self-explanatory, the, the term blood in, blood out. Uh, so in order to join a gang, you have to, you know, get beat and, you know, you bleed. So there's a blood, blood in, and blood out is you're going to get killed in a pretty savage, savage way. Um, so a gang dropout is, is one that says, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done. And if, if you're in jail, like you go into protective custody or you get killed. Um, I was talking to a gang dropout when I saw him there. And, and I've known this guy. Uh, I was like, oh, I was actually very surprised because he would be one of the last people I would think would go into protective custody. And I was like, what's up, big dog? And he's like, hey, Garcia. And then he looked a little bit ashamed just because... You know his reputation. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, man, I had to do it." I was like, "Hey, bro, you owe me zero explanations." But if you do want to share a little bit of what, what happened, I'm I'm definitely open to it. And yeah, he started giving me the details, and uh, I'm not gonna go into this rabbit hole of details of what happened because I'm still kind of like, you know, have my reservations about sharing stuff from work, but. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad when, when he was still, like, part of the, the quote-unquote brotherhood. Yeah, he, he, was, he was telling me, like, his reasons and how this happened because of a, a misunderstanding that, that looked bad. And I guess his word was not enough to, to justify certain things. So he started talking about his daughters and, and his little boy and, and, and all that. All that that's important to him. And then uh, he asked me, like, hey, uh, Garcia, what, what's... Uh, I want to ask you something, but I don't know how to, how to say it. So he's like, how, how, what, what helps you, like, keep going? I told him something along the lines of, like, I was like, bro, like, you, you, look, you look like you're pretty defeated. You look like you're defeated. Let, let's just keep it that way. You just look defeated. And, but I, I, I don't understand why, because you already told me why you got out. And you need to be really strong for this. Uh, and he showed me pictures of, of, of his little girl. She, she just turned two. And I was like, man, look, look, at, look at that little beauty you have right there on, on, on your desk, the, the pictures of, of his little baby girl. Like, this had to happen. Like, yeah, even though you got stabbed a couple times, like, you survived. You fought your way out of that. And the thing is, just because you're, you're not part of this, like, savage organization anymore, like, you still have to become a monster. And he was looking at me a little bit puzzled. It's like, yeah, just because you, you and, and I shared the whole, like, you know, meekness, the, the, um, the, the meek will inherit, inherit the, the earth. Yeah. You know, meekness doesn't mean weakness. You know, the word gentleman, like gentle is the root word of that. You know? Yeah. You're, you're a gentleman, but you're also, you're supposed to become a monster so that when some demon drags you to hell, you're used to the, the pressure and the pain and everything that comes with it. And you might, you might not be able to beat the demon, but you're going to fight your way out of hell. 
And that's exactly what you're doing right now. And this is just the beginning, brother. This is just the beginning. Because, yeah, you look defeated right now. But that's because you're going through it. Not just physically, because you got stabbed, but all the emotional toll that comes with it. And you're going to come out on top because you have to. You're doing time for X, Y, and Z, but it doesn't matter. Like, you, you're, you're going to get out eventually. And you need to get out of California because you're going to get killed if you stay here. Go somewhere else. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I, I, you know, I'm going to move out of state. And, and he was even talking about moving to a different country. Uh, and he's already making plans for all that. And, and, and I guess what I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to emphasize is the whole becoming a monster thing. Mm-hmm. So the, when, when you get dragged into hell, the, the hell on earth that, that some of us go through, like you're strong enough to, to fight back. And even if you don't defeat that, that demon, you, 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 you fight him off and you go towards the light because there's so much more than the world has to offer. And it's a beautiful thing that, that I got to share that, that moment with, with, uh, with this man. And uh, one, one of the things that I told him, again, I'm not going to say word for word what happened because I'm still very reserved. You know, I have my reservations with the things that I share. But mm-hmm. I told him, like, now you're walking towards the light. But still have that monster in you. Just have it under control. Because that fire in your belly, that's meant to protect your family, which you have so far. So keep it going. And uh, you were saying, you're, you were saying that, that, yeah, like meekness is not weakness, you know. Like Jesus Christ was a very humble, a meek man, a gentle man. But he's the one that, 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 that got dragged into hell. The scourging of the pillar, the walk to Calvary. And I, I like the translation that they use in, in Greek. Um, that, that word Golgotha, the yeah. place of the skull, that's where he died. But he died so that we could live. He got dragged into hell again. And he came out on top. You know, I like also what he did, too, uh, before, before all that happened, you know? Because at some point, he got up and he read the scripture, you know, from Isaiah, referring it to himself. And just in case people didn't understand what he meant, he said, before all this other stuff, I am. Basically declaring himself God. And they were going to throw him off a precipice. They were going to throw him off a cliff. Not just some little little hill. Like, they were going to throw him off a freaking cliff where the fall would have, like, torn his body up. And he just, like a G, walked out of their midst. Like, he didn't, he didn't scuffle his way. No, no, no. He stood up. He walked out of their midst like a gangster, you know, like just boom. And eventually he's like, no one's taking my life. I lay it down. Because he could have easily, easily walked out of there. But he chose to endure all of that. And all of that had a purpose. And that's why he came down to earth. That's why he decided to be born. He didn't just let it happen. You know, we do say, you know, like, God gave his only begotten son so that those who might believe in him may not perish but have eternal life. And he was active in that whole process. No, he is God. He is both son and he is father. So part of that whole ordeal means that he gave his son, and the other part is he is the son. So not only was he a gift, he made himself the gift. And he laid it down. You know, he laid it down. No one took anything away from him. 
And so that's basically what we're all being called to do. And we have it easy, you know, we can, <laughs> yeah. we can do it in our daily lives in little ways, you know, whether it's that thing we were talking about last episode when, when we're like, yeah, we need to change the way that we even react to things. And it's hard, man. It's a process, you know. Not always do I say, oh, mi amore. <laughs> yeah. Not always. I, heck, most of the times I fail and I say something sarcastic. You know, even if it is through humor, like, I'm like, mm, man, could have been said better. I could have dealt with it a whole lot better because I know how to deal with it better. Yeah, all, all, all this uh, all this celebration talk, uh, it's not just for Christmas. It's not just for birthdays. It's an obligation that we have. It, it, dude, it's biblical. It's biblical. You know, like Adrian said, when somebody says again in the Bible, that means, hey, listen up. I guess that's the, the, the equivalent for nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Or you get what I'm trying to say. It's like, no. They, they were, they're very matter-of-factly. Like they're, they're not going to leave it open to interpretation. They're not just going to say, oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no. Again, rejoice because the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is in now. This is how it starts. You don't just throw a freaking turkey in the oven for Thanksgiving. You season it. You prepare it. You pave the way, and then you, do, you put in the work. And that's what we're supposed to do. We rejoice in the Lord. We spread that, that and I haven't said this in a while, but we're, we're a, a reflection of God's love. And God's love is not, love is not always nice. You know, and people say, why do bad things happen to, to good people? It's like, well, I don't know the, I don't know the, the, the 100% perfect answer for that, but God gave us free will. And it's up to us to clean up the mess, to pick up the pieces because that's how we get stronger and that's how people get stronger. You know, like I, I've, I've talked about this before, but when I worked at the pharmacy, it was little kids with cancer. And it sucks because they don't deserve it. And I, I don't know, I don't want to be in heresy, but I, I, I doubt that the kids are paying for their, their parents' sins. But if they open up their heart, both the parents and the kids will come out stronger. Because they'll realize that they're, they're never fighting alone. And it's up to us to show them that they're never fighting alone. I know I've told you, Adrian, that even though we don't talk to each other, well, no, we, we text each other every day, but even though we don't talk and have like these deep conversations, like there's still that little text, you know? And at least for me, like, I know I'm never fighting alone. And I do get really happy when I see Adrian Garcia on, on the notification on my phone. Same. Well, yeah. not Adrian, but Ramon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, like this guy's part of my tribe. And just like I would do anything for him, I know he'll do anything for me. Amen to that. Just one, just one last thing. I mean, that would be a perfect place to end it, but I like to ruin things. <laughs> I also have a cool little story, though. It's not my story, but I was at one of the parent nights, and just this random lady was talking about uh, getting cancer. And she was going through it, you know, like that depression that comes with having a illness that could have been terminal for her and wasn't. And when she was getting out of the car, she was feeling kind of down about it. Uh, there was this lady that was looking pretty shabby, and it was because her daughter had cancer. And she took that, and she was like, this is God sparing me, because it could have been my kid, 
and how many parents, you know, tell themselves, like, I would take this away from my kid if I just had the chance. That was her chance. And she was wise enough to see that. She was wise enough to recognize that and to give thanks to God that it wasn't her kid having that. Because someone else right there was not as lucky as she was. And I was like, dang. That's crazy. And I love that turkey analogy you just used, you know. The turkey doesn't get delicious by itself. It has to be seasoned, and it has to be delicious under fire. Yep. And that's what we're going through. That's what you're going through. And we're not going through it alone. We never go through it alone. So pray for us. And we'll pray for you. Ferrum. Ferrum. Aquitur. Navidad. That means Merry Christmas in Spanish. Say it. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Right. Children in Mexico celebrate Christmas by breaking the piñata. You get to break things for Christmas? 